and he's so hairy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Axe and Iron Podcast. I am Chris Cash from Outfellow Metalworks, joined by my co-host, Roy the Psychopath Scott. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God. It's so been it's too been long. a minute. It's, it's been, been too a, long. It's been a while. It's been a yeah, while. No shit. We got some so, uh we got some guests coming up. Apologies for not recording. We've both been busy, but who gives a shit? Right. It's our podcast. We do it when we want to do it. And so it's fucking it? hot as shit. Well, like more more of a reason to record a podcast inside of I, the air conditioning. I, I so yeah, I was <laughs> I started to do it, like get everything set up in the shop, and yeah. I was like, nope, fuck this. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous outside. It's blasting hot. I just got back from um, Zeps in Long Island, New York, to his uh, make everything shops uh, open house. How was it? It was awesome. Those awesome. guys are all great. Yeah, New York's a shithole, but <laughs> every, every, everything else is great. You know, it's like I should say that part of New York because there are some beautiful parts of New York, but I don't know how anybody lives on that goddamn island. I am not Dude, a fan. Um, the traffic is really bad out there. It's terrible. And you think like, oh, I'm out of the city, like highway. No, it's awful and, because everyone's trying to get away from the city. Dude, I'm driving there. Like through Pennsylvania, it's beautiful. It's like 75, nice and cool out, blue skies. As soon mm-hmm. as I get to New York City, it's like muggy and overcast, mm. and it smells like burning trash and piss <laughs> like <laughs> everywhere. So, like, it doesn't matter if you have the windows down or your air conditioning on. It just, it's just like hot trash and piss. Oh my! Everywhere. Uh, There's actually a spot in the Lincoln Tunnel. I think it's Lincoln Tunnel. Uh-huh. Where the truck drivers piss in bottles and they no they, come on I swear and they drop them on the like uh, Jersey wall like through the tunnel <laughs> Fuck because you, you're Jersey. sitting well, no you're sitting in traffic for so long they like piss in a bottle and then just drop it and it's like a thing where everybody drops their piss bottles no but anyway stop yeah, it I swear yeah so I'm not a fan of New York City Staten Island I went through Staten Island Zep gave me a little education that Staten Island's actually built on old landfills is one of the reasons it smells like burning trash there but what other than no. that are you're uh, kidding right oh he said it's built on like when when they when they were people were coming back from the war in the 40s they were like building houses out there and they put infrastructure on top of old landfills and he gave me like a little history lesson on it and i was like that's disgusting and that's why this entire place smells like shit but <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it's a pain in the ass to get to. One way in, like two ways in, two ways out, I guess. I don't know. But either way, it's always backed up. 60 miles took like yeah. two hours and 45 minutes. That's ridiculous. I'm not, uh, I'm not interested in, in uh, going to Long Island other than any other reason besides going to Zeps. <laughs> well, it. Um, whenever you were showing the uh, stuff, uh, showing his shop on the fucking uh, on stories, yeah, I didn't realize how big that place is. It it's looks big huge. So the the building that he's in is three levels. He's on the bottom, and there's a lingerie factory in the middle, and then on the top is a of course there is. Yeah, so he's got the whole bottom floor, and the factory used to make like bearings or something back in the day, like in the forties. So. Okay. Yeah, it's a big it's a big freaking shop in the middle of Seacliff, New York, and it has no place to park. And yeah, it works great for him, though. But yeah, it was a good time. There was probably like 30, 40 people showed up. He was stressed really? out of his mind the entire time. And uh, yeah, he said it was just enough people. We did a little blacksmithing. People just hung out. It was hotter than hell. We drank a lot of water and we had a fucking blast. The place where he lives is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Like the beaches and stuff all around there are beautiful. But all the locals I talk to, I'm like, how come nobody's swimming? Because you know my ass. My big ass mm-hmm. is ready to get in the fucking water. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't swim in that water. I'm yeah, like, no Why? shit. And they were like, well, it was all like industrial power plants and stuff back in the day. And like there was a lot yeah. of dumping. And so, but yeah, other than that. Got to hang out with my friends, uh, Dre and Lucas. You don't have friends. 
Well, you're you are right. <laughs> two people that I know, Dre and Lucas uh, from Crafts by uh, well, shit. I'm gonna fuck her shit Crafts up. By Dre. Crafts by Dre. Crafts by Dre. Roxy, yeah, she gives Roxy stickers that she hands out that are all holographic. And then uh, <laughs> Lucas is man-made. Um, those two are great. We basically hung out all weekend. They, they, they're they the ones that came to my shop like two weeks ago and hung out and made hammers. And then we got to hang yeah. out again in Long Island and have dinner together. And those two are fucking awesome. And they are. And I you ambushed them. my fucking my Instagram live with them. Oh, that's right. You did the in the shop live thing with them. Yeah. Uh, and you they totally a, fucking ambushed it. I didn't ambush it. I was interacting with you. I was no, just No, yeah. you changed you changed the Look, trajectory we of the were conversation. A, we were having a good time. <laughs> I know you don't know what that word means, but we, that's what you did. But um yeah, we get to have dinner every night and hang out and it was fucking, those two are kick-ass. I want them on the show. They're so yeah. fun, and they, they make really she cool shit. She just seems like she's in a good mood all the freaking time. Yeah, yeah. She's and not awesome. like annoyingly so. Is Lucas. So. Lucas, yeah, exactly. And Lucas is And not shit. like He's... fake either. Not like live life, live, laugh, love. Right, yeah, like they're, they're great, great people. Dre made my wife a cutting board. Like, what? It's, yeah, she makes like these... She does uh, resin stuff. She does epoxy resin stuff, yeah, but she made, like, this beach scene with, like, waves coming up on the, uh, like, waves crashing onto the beach and glow-in-the-dark, sparkly stuff. My wife loved it. It was beautiful. But, um, yeah, that was a good time. New York. I love the people in it. I hate the state itself. <laughs> you know, I, I actually, it. I like New York. I like New York City. I like Manhattan. That's um, great. That's great, buddy. It's just a lot of fun. I mean, I wouldn't. I would not want. It's not at all. Well, <laughs> the roads are absolutely awful. They the charge like really every bad. road you go on. They charge you for, and they're yeah. the worst roads ever. They it's are like, and it's under perpetual construction. Yes, all the time. All the time. And I think I've said it before. I can drive heat from my house to mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas, which is almost two thousand miles, and I don't pay a dime. And the roads are amazing the whole way. Yeah, I go. Because no one's on them. No one wants to go to fucking Texas. I go a hundred miles north, and it costs me like, it costs me like a dollar a mile to go. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It is every little every little bridge you go over, every tunnel, every like everything, and it's really bad. Like whenever your debt, like you got your your destination plugged in your phone, and it's like ten miles, two hours, and the time just keeps going up and up and up. You're like. I'm I'm moving forward. The time should fucking go down, yeah, but it never it doesn't. does. No, it doesn't. You just basically, when you go to New York or anywhere around the city, just ignore the time that's on your yeah. GPS because it it's a matter. lie. It, it is, is a straight up lie. But and, you know what I'm all, noticing right now? You're like, sitting in this room that you've never sat in, and I have a room to my left that looks identical to that. Same color I've been couch. In this room before. I've never seen you in that room. Well, but anyway. Uh, same color couch, same color bullshit paneling on the wall, like all yep. that shit. Yeah, it's like straight out of the like 1989. Um, it's on my living room. Yes, yeah. That I'm probably never ever going to remodel. Well, speaking of fucking paneling and bullshit stuff, I'm I started on the basement. Sweet. And they're tell the everybody fucking... what you're doing because I didn't really grasp what you were doing. You're basically putting sawmilled lumber on every single wall. Correct. So, but to get, so it, it has been raining here the last week or so, like fucking hell. Around. Dang. No kidding. And, and my walls are fucking leaking. Okay. So water is coming that's into the good. basement. So yeah. So like two weeks ago, I've got a back room that's all uh, walled up or whatever. And there's a huge puddle on my floor. So I take down the freaking wall. The, there's paneling, insulation, plastic sheeting, and then I get down to the two by fours, and the bottom plate is completely disintegrated. Dang! And so uh, I called a contractor. He came over, sealed it all up. It was still leaking, and then it rained really fucking bad, like a day or two later. And then the main wall, which is 19 feet long, it was leaking. So so this has been happening though. It just didn't just happen. No, it's no, been it's been leaking. Years. Yeah, like twenty. Yeah. Um. So I tore that wall down in same situation, 
and it was a two by six bottom plate, two by six on the top, and that board was just fucking disintegrated also. Damn. Uh, so I've spent the last few days fucking chiseling out. Um, rotten the, shit. Rotten shit. Yeah. Fucking fixing the cracks, putting hydraulic uh, expanding cement into the freaking cracks. And then they make a product called dry lock. You paint it on. Yeah. Um, so I put three coats on every on all the fucking wow. walls down there. And where the concrete, well, I guess what the, uh, that's what the walls are down there. That's why it's leaking because, you know, the Is joints are all. concrete <clears throat> or cinder block? Cinder block, sorry. Okay, okay. So cinder blocks, they, you know, cracked over time. The joints yeah. open up. Um, and then where the block is sitting on the concrete slab, yeah. there, there was some cracks and leakage there too. So we sealed all that shit up. Jesus. Um, and it's supposed to rain for the next like four fucking days starting today wow. or tomorrow. So I was like, I've like, everything has to stop. I got to get the fucking walls done because, um, once the walls are done, they're sealed and I feel confident about them. Then yeah. I, um, I went up to my lumber mill and I got, Oh shit. I forgot how many board feet it was a, a, a fucking ton of rough, rough sawn hickory. And it's uh it's like B grade, so it's it's got knots in it, it's got checks and all it's that cool stuff. It's cool looking. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But it's four quarters thick and it's really fucking heavy and it's all rough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plane it down to three quarters of an inch uh-huh. and <clears throat> and then square them all up. So I need to run them on the joiner, then fucking put them on the table saw to get nice fucking clean lumber to be able to put up on these new walls that I'm going to build. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so the wood is going to go up four feet. Okay. And then I'm going to put sheet metal, uh, from, from four feet to the ceiling. And then I'm going to put sheet metal on the ceiling. Um, and then are you talking LED- about like corrugated sheet metal or just regular flat sheet metal? Uh, no, like roofing metal, not the corrugated stuff, like the shabby chic bullshit stuff yeah, where it's yeah. all like, um, like actual roofing stuff, like five right. uh, V fucking the shit that you would put that you put on your pole barn. I'm gonna okay, put okay, yeah, down yeah, there. I got you. Yeah, and I got LED lights that I'm gonna put down there. So all of this is for preparation of the CNC uh, router that will be here in less than a month. And so in conjunction with that, I know you don't know what that means, but I'm gonna put a shipping <laughs> station. I'm gonna put a shipping station down there. I'm gonna build a, an entire epoxy station, a whole leather station. So I'm gonna have a whole fucking table. So what are you table. like moving out of your shop, or just want to do no, dirty work I, in your shop and clean work? No, I, exactly. I want the uh, shop to be fucking dirty, grindy, yeah, bullshit stuff. Right, and then. Um, because like the epoxy, it's like it has to be as clean as fucking possible. I mean, and shit gets everywhere. Right. You can you can be as clean as you think you're gonna fucking be, and you're still yeah. gonna get epoxy everywhere. So I'm gonna I'm gonna build a whole station and fucking cover it with um, HDPE sheets, probably like half inch or three quarter inch thick, and just fucking screw them down to the tops of the benches so that whenever you fucking accidentally drizzle or drip freaking epoxy or something blows out and it and it dries on, all you got to do is just pop it off because epoxy doesn't stick to that stuff. You know what's crazy that's going to piss you off is when you go to buy the sheet metal, that mm-hmm. two sheets of that is actually cheaper than one board. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So Dude, um, those sheets, so 12 foot, 12 foot sheets by three foot wide, mm-hmm. they're $30. That's it. $30. Doesn't matter what color you pick. They're, I'm getting galvanized and they're like $46 here for 12 foot, 12, three by yeah, 12. Uh, what's the thickness? 29 gauge. And that's a little high actually. Maybe I looked everywhere. Anyway, we got a place yeah. up here that $31. That's what they are. But I couldn't believe that it's cheaper to do that because we were going to use that. Uh, what is it, T111 uh-huh. wood, you know, that yep. looks like barn wood and has a grooves cut in it. Mm-hmm. That shit is like out of sight now. It used to be expensive before wood was expensive. It was like it was like forty five bucks for an eight foot sheet for a four by eight sheet. Now it's almost now it's almost a hundred dollars here. It's like ninety two bucks for for a four by eight sheet piece of wood. Yeah, I was calculating the board foot of a two by four 
uh, versus a board foot of the hickory, and the hickory is actually cheaper right now than a fucking two by four. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So that's gonna be that's gonna be cool as shit when it's all done, though, huh? Yeah, and the other reason it's probably nice and cool down there. It is. That's another fucking reason. So I'm gonna. I'm also the reason that I want to stud up the wall and do all this stuff because I'm gonna fucking put heads down there. Also, I'm I'm running out of space to put fucking heads in my shop, and I want to decorate it. You know, like like cool shit. Um, Yeah, there's a place down the. You know what I fucking mean, <laughs> idiot. Um, there's a. Sending you a live, laugh, love. <laughs> I don't have my phone here, so if you're trying to communicate like covertly, no, I'm not. it's in the other room. I'm not. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's a there's a really really cool old guy that's about an hour away, and he's and I've put him on my stories a few times. He's got all those oil and gas um, signs and pumps and bullshit stuff. Um, and whenever I was there the last time. Uh, I convinced him to sell me a sign that just says super gas and it's like 10 feet oh, fucking yeah, long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that guy, that old guy you went to that bought a couple axes from. He's yeah. got like shit everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. That's cool. So I got I got that sign um, that I need to go pay and pick up, but, you know, there's no reason to until I get all the walls and bullshit stuff done. Sweet. So it's, it's been... Like I've been insta fucking insta absent, yeah, insta absent. Um, I haven't been posting shit or doing anything out in the shop. Or, like I just thought about that. <laughs> what? I, you you're cut like, out again? You're like I just came up with that. Yeah. Insta absent. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. So, so we're getting ready to do concrete. Really? Uh, yeah. That's uh expensive yeah. <laughs> That's but we a had deal. Uh, david from uh mexican carpenter pc workshop he's the same guy that did jimmy's uh barn shop mm-hmm. and he's coming out to do the concrete in two weeks oh shit we're getting a eight inch slab good grief well we were gonna get 12 inch slab and um he kind of talked us out of it because he didn't think we needed 12 inches. But if we get a big power hammer, it's going to need its own standalone foundation. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're not going like crazy on the concrete. Maybe that is crazy to some people, but to us, it's not that big a deal. Like eight inches seems like not enough, but we'll see. Let's see I have how no idea. I'm not. A yeah, I don't guy. either. I don't know a damn thing about concrete, but uh, <laughs> I know it's expensive. <laughs> how big is, is the pad you're pouring so the pad is going to run the full length of the shop and it's going to be eight foot out from the wall we're still doing like gravel stuff in the center to walk on but the concrete is mainly for machinery you're looking at me like i'm speaking a different language <laughs> well i don't know why if you're gonna fucking pour concrete pour concrete get rid of the goddamn gravel it's not our thing it's a pain in the ass and it's like kind of like concrete is a pain in the ass. Concrete's a pain in the ass on your legs, your back, your fucking feet, all that shit. So well, yeah, we've gotten so that's why the shop's dirt floor. Like I, I was gonna do concrete in there years ago, and then you just get used to the dirt, and plus you can just drop shit. You don't have to worry about it breaking and catching on fire. But anyway, it's gonna be um, the full length of the shop, which is forty-eight feet, and then it's gonna be thirty-five feet width because we're Mm -hmm. we're making a little room for air compressor and a phase converter and whenever we get um full-time power out there three-phase power uh that's going to be where the box is going to go and shit so that's fancy as fuck yeah once the once the concrete's done then we can frame in the back wall and frame in the little bathroom area or whatever the hell we're going to do with this room and then uh basically start like assembling the rest of it slow going but it's going to be fucking awesome. We're stoked. Our whole The whole outside is empty right now. It looks so weird. We mm-hmm. have every piece of equipment under tarp now. So we moved it. So dump trucks and concrete trucks can come in and material trucks can come in. So the yeah. whole outside pole barn is just empty. Nothing really? sitting in there but my forklift. Yeah, it looks strange as hell. And we cleaned and, up all around the shop just to make it easier for the guys to come in and work and move a skid loader around and all that shit. So... That'll be in like uh, probably two weeks. They're coming out. Yeah, not this week. This weekend is July Fourth weekend. 
the following weekend, I believe they'll be out to do it. Friday and Saturday. So they said they're going to prep everything on Friday and they're poor on Saturday. It'll be done. Two days. Really? He's like, yeah, he's like, we'll get everything ready on Friday. We'll get the form set. And then Saturday, your pour will be done. And basically just let it dry and you're good to go. But he's doing rebar and wire and reinforcing it and all this other shit. So, so how long is that going to take to cure? I don't like, know. If it takes like uh, two weeks, who gives a shit, right? Because right, like yeah. we're, not, we're not like super ready to go. The main thing that uh, I'm excited to do is not even put equipment on it, is frame it out and get a back wall put on the damn place. Because it'll be cool to keep the weather out on that side of the right. shop and mm-hmm. be able to like. Because right now we got equipment under roof, but it's like if you get a huge bad storm with tons of wind and rain, <laughs> shit still gets wet under there. So it'll be nice to have a wall on one uh, another side of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. We're having fun. It's gonna be fucking awesome. We're all all three of us are pumped up. Um, it's gonna be good. But that's it. That's that's what we got going on here. And we're still Matt's. We're, we're working on some videos and shit for the YouTube channel and. Um, the guys are making product for the website, which what? is that works.shop. Yeah, they're making some some new knives are going to go up there. And uh, Speaking of knives, I'm going to cut you off real quick. I, yeah. You know how some, some customers are just fucking assholes and you just want to fucking strangle yeah. them? Uh-huh. And then you get some customers that, that are, are, are that are the most amazing fucking people yeah. in – for no reason other than just being a nice dude or a nice woman, whatever. Yeah. Just they're yeah. genuinely nice. Yep. So I I met a customer at Blade Show. He came up to my booth and he was like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm Richard. And I was like, all right. He goes, I bought your first axe of 2021. And I was like, oh, cool, awesome. That was probably a walnut laminate. And he was, you know, um, excited and everything because I – miraculously guessed it correctly or something like that. <laughs> right. Um and then um he wanted me to do a Pulaski so I did it for him and I we didn't even talk about the cost and he overpaid yeah. and then he sent me a message for it, you he, said? Yeah, he yeah, he overpaid and then sends me a message whenever he got it. He's like, "Hey dude, I'm going to send you something really cool." And yesterday or Saturday, I get the mail and he sends me a fucking knife. So he's a he's a knife dealer. So that's why he oh, was there. Cool. He was buying a whole bunch of knives from from guys from all over the country. And he's wait, what he, was his name? John it's Rich. No, it's Richard like Stabler. Um, oh, okay, I'll get his okay. card at the. I'll get his card you. later at the end so we can give him a formal shout out. But he Riddle. his page. Um, he's a, just a knife dealer and cool. Um, yeah, he sent me a fucking knife from some dude up in Montana, and it's so fucking nice. Like the knife is nice. the the whole The whole thing with him just giving me something, I yeah. I couldn't fucking believe it. It's great. So fucking yeah. Nice. There are some. There are some. There's majority of my the customers that I have and the people that have become my friends now are mm-hmm. very very cool. The most recent thing um, that Fisher Chain Vice stand oh, yeah. that I made, the uh-huh. XL, the XL twenty two. So um, <laughs> sounds like a package might, of condoms. I might be ruining a <laughs> surprise, but she oh, bought that for her husband, and I don't know if he knows it or not. I'm not going to say any names, but I think he listens to the podcast. But anyway, live she's bought, love. No, she's bought shit for her husband before. And they were in, oh shit, maybe. Oh, here we they're go. Now the, who's the asshole? They're in the Midwest. <laughs> well, I was going to say the state, but I don't even want to say the state. Oh. Um, but anyway, some asshole at the shipping company grabbed the vice handle and no. twisted it like the wrong way, which is fine. It's not that big a deal. But anyway, he over tensioned the hell out of the um, chain because mm-hmm. I had everything set. Like, don't don't touch it until it gets there. Like, you can just open it because i wanted to make sure the handle was parallel with the vice yada 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 and uh he stretched out the master link and actually pulled the master link off the chain and they just sent it to her like that and she sent me a uh text uh with a picture and she's like i don't know much about this vice but is this supposed to be like this and i'm like no (laughs) he's like so whatever one of you assholes at YRC grab that vice, leave my shit alone. Oh my god! When I dropped it off, because I use them a lot, I ship I ship through them a lot. All the guys come out when I when I ship shit to check out what I got. And the guys, guys like, oh man, that's one hell of a vice. And I could just see as he's going up the loading dock, 
Mm -hmm. All the little cronies running over to look at the thing. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. it happened right there. And they just were like, oh, fuck. Just yeah. walk away. <laughs> you know, like that Fucking kind of assholes. Shit. Like it's just fine. taking it and moving it. You know what? Like, our, our buddy Andrew says all the time, they will figure out a way to break your shit. Yeah, they will. Like just... shipping companies. I, I mean, knock on wood, I've had very good luck with them. And I, I usually have no problems. But um, that thing was badass, man. That thing it was looked so cool. cool. It was crazy to let go. I was like, damn, man, do I really want to let this thing go? But she bought it for him and he's going to love it. He's going to love it. But anyway, did yeah, you know so, that I'm just saying that's a great that was go, going back to having great customers. She was totally mm-hmm. cool and was like, yeah, I'll get them to fix it. I said, here's my number. Call me if you got any problems. I'll figure out a way. You know, I know people in your area come out there and help you. Is it a hard way. fix? No, it's grab with a pair of pliers and pinch the master link back together. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Because they're made to like fold over each one of each. Each each link is made to mm-hmm. fold over itself. Uh-huh. He just like. Bent the fuck out of the master ring, but anyway, my master link rather. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's all good. But I got some other vices coming up. I know people have been asking me about when am I going to have more restored vices, uh, blacksmith vices. I'm going to get some of those ready this week in the heat. And that should be fun. Those. Yeah, it's all good though. I mean, what are you going to do? Just stop working? I don't yeah. fucking think so. Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, that, actually, <laughs> yes. that is what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> Because tomorrow is supposed to be another 98 degrees, and I told the boys, I was like, go to the river at 10 if you want to go. Let me know. Oh, shit. <laughs> but anyway. Um, hey, speaking yeah, of vices, what? did you yeah. see the fractal vice that Eric put out? Yeah, I did. That he, He's had that for quite some time. It just what? now started to get, yeah, it just now started to get like, yeah, he's been restoring that for a while. And oh, shit. When he put the video out, it went crazy, and everybody yeah, started losing their mind about it. Yeah, but he's had that for a while. Interesting though, a long time ago, I think. But anyway, yes, I, I did see it. I Very can't cool believe vice. he he like he machined another fucking jaw because he it was missing. He is a maniac. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think he didn't machine it. Uh, the company that does his wrenches did. Not to mm. take any credit away from what he did, but. Uh, go Eric. Yeah. Let it go, Eric. <laughs> somebody messaged me. Somebody messaged me last night. What what shirt should I buy? From Hand Tool Rescue, the yellow one or the pink one? I said neither. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole. (laughs) Said I can't own any more black shirts. My wife will kill me. I said don't don't buy one of his shirts. Speaking of shirts, Roy and I are gonna have some axe iron shirts coming up. Our good buddy, uh, we're gonna actually have a whole line of merch um, that we're gonna work on. But our good buddy Adam C. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Adam C. He's a uh, talented artist, very good friend of ours. He sent us some um, sketches and design concepts that uh, him and I were discussing, and he freaking nailed it. And I think you guys are going to love it. So we're going to have. Yeah, they turned um, out really cool. We're only going to have black shirts, though. We will sell gray shirts if you want to wash your truck with them. Fuck off. Or, or clean up your shop or start Fuck a off. fire with. Shut your fucking or mouth. If you need like a baby spit up rag or something <laughs> or clean up dog shit outside, we'll sell you. What is shirt. wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, we got merch coming soon. Some X uh, and iron shirts. Um, speaking of shirt, I'm so I'm wearing this liquid death shirt that that Evan and I uh, worked on. And last week. Yeah, last week I went to fucking Florida to hang out with Evan. Yeah. How was that trip? Uh, very short. Yeah, um, was it like a wham bam? I'm out. Yeah. Kind of so I yeah. I flew in. I got I got there late Friday night or, god damn it, I got there late Monday night. Yeah. Then we had it was all business Tuesday. We had to right. go to Orlando. Um, and he lives in Tampa. So we went to this shop and we were talking to them about some shit and. Some fucking some communication was not lined up, oh. and it it uh, it did not go well. Oh, and sorry to hear no. that. Yeah, and it you know it. So it was it, a waste it, of a trip. It was a waste. I was I was trying okay. to to make something you. witty. Yeah, it was a wasted yeah. fucking trip. Other than I got to hang out with Evan. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was. We we're kind of fucking pissed off. We met these people at Blade Show, and they're like, "Yeah, man, come on down, and we'll do this, and we'll do that." Like right after we pitched our fucking idea. Yeah. And. 
they fucking they did this whole calendar fucking event and invited all these fucking people. And then we get there and there's all sorts of shit laid out for us, like like totally stroking us off, right? And then okay. they're like, So what's the deal here? And we're like, We want free stuff. And they're like, We don't give out free stuff. And we're like, oh. What the fuck? We're here for free stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so we, were, we were very disappointed. And not only that, we were just disappointed by how much time they wasted. Like, yeah. And just oh, leading well, us down this. Will, some, something else will come along. Yeah, it was just disappointing because um, they were really nice guys. They were really, they, it would have been really good to work with them. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll see what happens down the road. Uh, There's still, a lot of companies that still don't. Um, understand uh social media and how it works and how their their message and their product can get across way easier with somebody that's actually using it than some generic ass fucking commercial online that nobody gives a fuck about you're right and this particular person i think we i don't think i know we underestimated um a couple of other pieces of the business that they do yeah so it's it's very industrial business to business and some medical type stuff that gotcha isn't it's not flashy it's not fancy but yeah. it makes them a boatload of money and they don't care about assholes like me and evan gotcha okay yeah but i mean they were nice enough we went out to lunch and whatever, well there's other but, there's other uh yeah. for the thing that you guys are looking at i actually know for a fact there's other shit out there so yeah 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 so yeah, you just figure it out. Figure it out for your fucking <laughs> self. <laughs> so I so I got back on on Wednesday and then I called my contractor and I was like, "Hey, this wall's fucking leaking." So from Thursday of last week until even today, I've been working down in the fucking basement to get all this shit prepped. And I've got five Pulaski's that I need to do for Whiskey River. He's also got two other freaking axes that he wants me to do for some uh, for a friend. Um, and then I've got another local customer that wants to do a fucking Pulaski. Also, I have done more fucking. What's the deal with Pulaski? I don't know. I yeah. did fucking one. And it was, and it was ugly. because, well, uh, there, there's, <laughs> I do. I, it's like, they're, what, I don't know, whatever. Because you don't know the history of them. You don't know the significance of them. Nor do I care. <laughs> fucking asshole do you, would you like a little history lesson not at all nor would okay, the listeners so moving on I'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you okay, um, okay. so uh in 1910 uh uh-huh. the largest forest fire um so the forest service was just getting started this is teddy uh-huh. roosevelt days and gifford pinchot days um and uh ed pulaski lived in the town of wallace idaho and oh Oregon. i know ed Fuck off. <laughs> you look so serious. <laughs> but uh, Ed Pulaski, uh, uh-huh. it was it was a three million acres in three days. Um, all, there were a thousand lightning fires, all like independent fires, and the winds blew up from, from California and like merged all of these fucking fires into one. And Ed Pulaski was trying to get these guys up and over the ridge and the fire was coming right to him and he ordered them up Placer Creek into a mine shaft at gunpoint, told him to get in and he saved like 35 people's lives. So he's a local hero. And then after the fucking fire, he went to his blacksmith shop and created the Pulaski. So on one end, it's a single bit ax on the other end. It's a grub to be able to, to, you know, rake out fucking debris dig a, dig a trench right dig trenches dig yeah. fire lines all sorts of you know yeah. all the shit that you don't want to like bust your cutting edge up on yeah and he was a really freaking humble simple kind of guy and didn't really want to go through the patent process or anything like that and the, gov- okay. the federal government never really recognized him as a hero or paid for his medical bills or his crew's medical wow. bills so he he ended up paying for me he ended up hating the fucking government and then that tool just kind of got picked up and passed on and then over the years it just became known as the pulaski oh there you go because of that's actually ed. a pretty interesting story i'll give it to you ed's a uh, good guy me and ed were it, tight yeah like prom night <laughs> so sad to see um, go. so if you go to wallace idaho um there's a plaster nobody ever will (laughs) it it it's a beautiful place i lived i don't know 
45 minutes away from Wallace. Um, and so there's a, the Pulaski Placer Creek trail and you can walk up and you can see the mine shaft and you can see still Dan dead standing, uh, trees from 1910. Damn. Um, yeah. And so at every little, like it's an interpretive trail. So like every little station, there's a big forest service thing. And, and sure enough, like at each station, there are two full size Pulaski's crossed. So it's just oh, really shit. cool. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool story. And, um, it's a beautiful fucking place too. So I went through Wallace, Idaho, like all the time because that you get a, like on a forest service road and you go up and over moon pass into Avery. And then you're on the St. Joe river. And if you go over one more pass, you're on the fucking North fork of the Clearwater river. And there's amazing fly fishing over there. So anyway, that's why I know so much about I love, it. So, I love fishing. We went to that uh, pick in Long Island that Chris took oh, yeah. us up with. It was this um, found metal sculpture. I'm, this is going to relate back to what you just said, but uh, it was this Go. found metal sculpture that creates animals and stuff from old farm junk. Mm -hmm. And he had, he had passed away some time ago, and they were basically the owner of this shop needed to clear it out. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. Through all the nonsense, I found one of the coolest fishing poles I've ever seen. I really? haven't done any research on it yet, but it has a steel rod. It has ivory uh, crank handles what? on it. It's got a quick change. Uh, it's like super ahead of its time. It's It would be nice today if they made something like this. Like Wow, that sounds really quick, cool. It does. It has a quick change rod. So if you fuck your rod up, you just pull the end of the rod and put a new one on and the rod was like spring steel so it's not what? a fiberglass yeah it's cool as shit and then it has a little trigger release mechanism on the back but anyway through all this nonsense that everybody else is getting i find this cool ass fishing pole <laughs> laying in the back and, and everybody's like of course you found a fishing pole right. <laughs> i was like hell yeah and all the old dudes that were there going through the garbage were like let me see that let me see that i'm like fuck off it's going in my truck <laughs> It sounds like the world's most overly complicated fishing reel. No, fishing rod reel. no. You know what's crazy about it is it's super simple. Everything today is overly complicated and dumb. You know, I'm not talking about fly fishing shit. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about bait caster stuff and all that stuff. This thing's like as simple as it could be, and it would work. It still works. Like you could still cast it, you could still reel it, and it's probably from the 40s. That's really maybe? cool. It's awesome. But anyway, I'll, maybe I'll post a picture of it in the stories. No maker stamp or anything on it? I haven't. It's got a little bit of surface rust on it. I got to clean it. I'm pro it's probably going to be a pen, though, because most of the shit from that era was pen, mm -hmm. like in the 40s and 50s. I've had some older reels and stuff, fly fishing stuff, that was uh, worth a ton of, moment, ton of money. I had some old uh, bamboo stuff that I've since sold, but... Um, yeah, vintage vintage fishing stuff is like baseball cards and shit. One year it be, really is. Yeah, it'll be super high and expensive, and then the next year it'll be down. But I don't really keep my eye on it that much. But I know if I see something cool, it's got to be like I don't even give a fuck if it's valuable. I think that just the cool mm -hmm. factors are what's fucking awesome on it. But bamboo anyway. fly rods are actually pretty desirable and valuable, and yeah. they always got fucking torn up. Um, yeah. Because they were, you know, just really fucking fragile. Yeah. Um, I've never even fly fished with a bamboo rod. Yeah, um, nor have I. Nor have I. But, but uh, there's we'll a whole see. there's a whole group of fucking like catalog guys that just love that sort of shit and try to fucking like they they seek that stuff out to like you know oh I'm a fucking purist elitist or whatever like right. go fuck off go fuck off. I can catch I can catch more fish than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got I got some really cool shit from there. I got a bunch of steel plates that Zep missed. He took all the really good steel plates, so I got like the sloppy second steel plates, basically for for like bases on uh you know for making vice stands and stuff like that. I got uh, some really kick ass forge blowers that the guy wasn't even a blacksmith. He just had them for the shapes. People would bring him just mm -hmm. random stuff. And to find anything old in, like, Long Island and New York City and shit's kind of hard because they scrap fucking everything. Um, really? I bought a five-foot-long 
uh, 800 pound grinding wheel, grinding stone trough. So like the water would sit in there. Uh-huh. And, like, oh, uh, yeah, I saw that foot. on your thing. Yeah. So he's like, uh, they were going to scrap that and I offered him some money for that. And we brought that home. So yeah, I was squatting, got some really cool old school torch carts, which all the New York boys didn't even know what the hell they were <laughs> with the big wagon wheels on them and shit. But, um, yeah, I got some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, all squatty potty going through New York City. Dude, these people, you should have seen these these people's faces when I'm going through. And they I were laughing you what, at your face. That's what yeah, they were probably laughing probably were. My beat-up-ass Dodge truck. I'm, like, surrounded by Lamborghinis and Mercedes and oh all these brand-new cars. And if you want to make sure something's strapped down, go through the middle of New York City at 45 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour. <laughs> it'll, like, dude, it'll rattle your fucking teeth loose. And I like, once I got out the other side and PA and I stopped to get gas and I was like, check the straps. I'm like, damn, I actually did a good job because nothing was loose. Nothing had shifted. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a good time, man. He hooked, he hooked us up with a good spot. Lucas got my buddy, Lucas got some good shit too. Um, so why did, why did Zepp, um, want to do this open house? Uh, it was a five-year anniversary of him buying a shop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I try not to pay not, attention to his feet. Not feed. buying, but um, yeah, me neither. Starting the shop. Uh, but opening his shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he just wanted to have a couple people over, and it was cool. It was really good. Met a bunch of people that that I've never met in person before. That's always fun. You know, they follow you on Instagram and, you know, talk with you in DMs or comments and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a story. Very cool people. I got a okay, let's hear your story. <laughs> I'm sitting in the airport coming uh-huh. back uh, from Tampa, and I'm in the Charlotte airport, and there's a guy like sitting next, like a you know another row over in, in okay. the airport, and he's covered in tattoos. So I okay. instantly like I'm like side eye, I'm like trying to check out his tattoos without being all fucking weird or whatever. And you know how like some dudes are covered in tattoos, like they're so covered. There's no discernible tattoo, right? Yeah. It's just it's just black and blue and green blobs. And he was wearing shorts and flip-flops. And oh, this okay. dude was huge. I mean <laughs> Okay. I mean, his shoulders started at the tops of his ears. I mean, just okay. an enormous specimen of a human. And and I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking, and he's wearing a Sorenex shirt, okay? And uh-huh. Sorenex, for the listeners out there, it's a, it's a company in North Carolina, which makes sense because I was that's I was in Charlotte. Yeah. And so they make uh, high end exercise equipment, strength training stuff for colleges, yeah. NFL, that sort of stuff. And um, I actually did work for the owner two years ago after Blade Show. His name is Richard Soren, and he actually came to this year's Blade Show and and introduce reintroduce himself and um all that sort of stuff so um this dude's got a sore shirt on there and i'm like i think that dude's brandon lily and brandon lily i don't know what the fuck he does for sore but like he posts something every day of him working out and and it's always a positive message and you know just like day 422 like you know just kick yourself in the fucking face and get after it or like get just after, something yeah, like yeah, just yeah, a motive and he's always doing something like crazy huge right so i get on his fucking page and his tattoos and he's so hairy all right like his <laughs> i think i know exactly who you're talking about yeah okay yeah. so i get on his fucking instagram page and i like turn myself so that he cannot see me or you my phone fucking stalker and i was like I because I, I, I could see his hands in front of me and I was like, all right, his hands have some letters on there. And then there's like this scene going down on top of his knuckles. And I was like, oh, that picture's not good enough. No, that's him. <laughs> that, that's definitely him. And I was looking at him. I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not that. De- that's not. I need to keep scrolling. Right. So like then they call. So then they call the, you know, start boarding section six or whatever. Get the fuck um. on. And we both stand up. And we're going to Cincinnati, and I and I just walk up to him and I go, "You're Brandon, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I go, "Roy, Vintage Axe Works." And he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going?" Because he and I exactly what you said. We fucking DMing each other. Yeah. Months ago, talking about tattoos, and out of nowhere, uh, a couple of months ago, I did that. Remember that Tiffany blue fucking hatchet that I did? How can I forget? 
he actually took that and reposted it on his stories just because he thought it was cool. So uh-huh. I was like high five and like, man, fucking awesome. And I was like, what the fuck are you going to Cincinnati for? Like, there's nothing up there. And he's like, yeah. I live in Kentucky. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I live down in this town. And I was like, what, what? Because it's like, it's an hour and a half away from here. And I was like, I took my wife down to this place for Valentine's Day. And he was like, I live two minutes from there. And I was like, dude, <laughs> if you're ever up in Warsaw, come by the shop. I'd love to have you hang out. Just kick it and talk about axes and stuff. And then he goes, I'm going to have you on my podcast. And I was like, uh, fucking yeah, cool. And I don't yeah. even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. What's his and, name uh, again? Brandon what? Brandon Lilly. Okay. Super nice guy. It's like so fucking nice. Cool. Yeah. Insta fucking. Uh, and I was like texting some people. I was like, I found, I like, there's an Insta famous person on my flight and he's sitting right behind me. <laughs> You're such a dork. You are such a dork. I know. And I'm terrified of fucking turbulence and stuff. Dude, and so am I. The older I'm I like, get, the worse I... Oh, my oh, God. It's all My wife laughs when the plane yeah. starts shaking. I want to freaking cry and curl up in a ball. I do, too. Seriously. <laughs> like, so God, this, I hate this. So I'm, like, terrified. I used to have to get fucking... Uh, I used to sick. go to the doctor... You're sitting by the Hulk trying to be I'm, like, I'm sitting in front of the Hulk and, and I'm you're like trying to be a manly man. Yeah. Death grip onto my fucking you're like, seat. And I'm I just can't thinking, curl up in the fetal position in front of this giant <laughs> this man. Fucking, this guy's going to call me the biggest pussy ever. Yep. You know who I'm, we met in the airport one time. We were walking through, um, I don't remember which airport it was, but anyway, my wife is like five foot five or something or five foot four. And we met yeah. the Big Show one day. What the wrestler? Yeah, the Big Show. He's six uh-huh. eleven or seven foot, Jesus. something like that. And I wanted a picture with those two standing. <laughs> He's just walking through, and he wasn't. Nobody was. Nobody recognized him. He was like just walking uh-huh. through the middle of everything. Like who and the hell is like, that tall motherfucker? I was like, I was like, hey, are you the Big Show? He's like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you mind if my wife gets a picture with you? Because it was just a funny looking picture, right? Right. Took a picture. That dude said, like, no words. Didn't smile, nothing. Took a picture. John. He just walked away. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Just walks like, away. Yeah, fuck off. No, never even said, yeah, no problem. That's what nothing. he was thinking. Just walked away. And then uh, we were walking away, and my wife's like, man, he was an asshole. I'm like, yep. But think about how many people asked him to stop and take pictures. I know it. So, really. But it's all good. I That's felt only- weird standing next to fucking Evan. Evan's 6'4". Is he? Yeah, Damn. and then we go and into you, the fucking dude, company. Dude, what do you do when he's six four and you're four four? What does that look like? It looks That's like what you just described. <laughs> it's got to be so strange. And he wears <sighs> fucking yacht clothes. Like everywhere he yeah, goes, it looks, it looks like, like he's he on a just, sailboat. He yeah. just got off fucking. Oh, I was on a yachting excursion down in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's what that he bad. looks like. Jesus, dude, he was wearing a shirt with like. A hundred Marlin on it. Like, that's a button-up fucking Marlin shirt. That's Florida, dude. Well, that's what he kept on saying. He's like, I'm in Florida. What the fuck do you think? Yeah, that's that's how they live in Florida. It's all about that. Like, where the fuck is your fedora, dipshit? It's all about that qualified (laughs) captain life down there. Oh, God. (laughs) He's, man, his house, it is so fucking nice. Awesome. And, like, nicely, tastefully done. He's got this... It's co- he kept totally uh, opposite of our houses. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> the floor in his house is what is it called? Like Trazo or Traz? Uh, like it? It's like that crushed fucking. You know uh, what I want to stuff. In my and house, I want to sleep and take a shower. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so my shit. my wife accuses me. She was like, "You don't do anything unless it's related to the shop." That basement is is has been fucking. You're damn trashed. right. It's been trashed for five years, and now yeah. you want to do something with it. Everything's got to fucking stop, and we'll fix up the basement before we do anything else. Did I'm you like, say, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we actually are going to have the opportunity to um, do some more shit to our house because our dog, our last dog, oh, yeah. sadly passed away. It's okay. He's he was. I appreciate everybody that sent messages, but he mm-hmm. was ready to go. We had him a lot longer than we were supposed to. Um, right. But anyway, they were. We had two Great Danes. So our lower part of our house, the first floor, was completely empty almost. No end tables, no lamps, no nothing <laughs> that could be knocked over. 
So, uh, you know, he just passed away last week and I'm like, well, I mean, we can like start putting our house back together and make oh it look God. like a normal house. So we can put stuff like on tables now. Yeah. And, we don't have cows walking. Yeah. We don't house. have, we don't have horses walking around with giant tails that accidentally Jesus. knock shit off. But yeah, he last was week. So big, like he was enormous. Big. Yeah, dude. In his prime, like when he was healthy and everything, he was 162 pounds was the last time Jeez. we took him to vet. And he was 30, 39 inches to the back shoulders when he was standing up. So all those all those measurements are bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Way more than you. And that was just him. So if he stood on his back feet, I think he was like. I don't know what what the hell was he? I don't think we ever like officially, but he looked well over the top of my head. Yeah, you know? he and like, for the Bitch. record, motherfucker, whenever I met people at Blade Show, they're like, "You're not as short as fucking Chris <laughs> described." <laughs> Just like everybody says, your head's not as big. They're all fucking yeah. lying to us, boy. <laughs> they're just trying to be head. nice. They're just trying to be nice to you. And you're a tiny man. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Oh shit, Jesus. All right, like I said, guys, we got uh, Matthew Harris from Matthew Harris Studio coming up next. I don't know when. It's probably going to be this week sometime. Okay. Um, and what else? And got? we also Anything have uh, Fleming, uh, American Wastelander. I got him Make. on deck also. Okay, American Wastelander coming on American next. Wastelander, yep. Yep. Um, so huge, seriously, huge shout-out to Richard. I think it's pronounced it Stabler. Um, go find him on Instagram. I don't know how to spell it. I don't know how to anything, but if you send Roy shit, he'll give you a shout out. I know a guy <laughs> like that on a podcast. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, know. I don't have any shout outs. I love you all. Thanks. Thanks everybody for listening. And, uh, thanks for hanging out with us and we'll fucking put out more episodes soon or not. Yeah. Who gives, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's summer. Jesus. We love it you is. all. That's right. Thank you. On the X and I podcast.